Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the fan. We are 10,000 Takes, a digital entertainment company covering sports, entertainment, outdoors, really anything happening in Minnesota and beyond in a comedic, humorous light, just in case if you don't know who we are. And this is our betting show where we give you, quote unquote, intelligent analysis into sports betting. I said quotes, air quotes, so don't, don't, don't go after me if, if something doesn't hit here. Um, or from any of us here on the show, if something doesn't hit. But I'm joined by Marlo Wags, and I'm, of course, JJ journalist Jake. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. And just like JJ just said, please don't take our bet seriously and lose a bunch of money and get mad at us later. I literally had that thought as I was walking, or not walking, I was driving up to the, the studio here, was I was just like, do you guys ever wonder if your betting record affects the credibility of yourself as a journalist? Well, um, not really, because we are the best damn journalists to ever do it until we're not. That's true. We have a hat with an inlay that tells that says we're the best journalists. We're, we're Minnesota journalism, class A. I mean, we, really, we should be called best international journalists of all time, and we're the best journalists in the in the universe. So, you know, don't it does not. I don't think it degrades it at all until it does. Okay, because I've always wondered if like a guy like Michael Russo, for example, or even Jesse Pierce, for that matter, are just like lighting it up because they have the insights, they have the knowledge. Don't add us, by the way. Um, we're better journalists than you. Uh, <laughs> oh but, wow! Oh, wow. Oh, Shots oh, fired. Oh, come on the pod. Damn. Uh, it's it's one of those things where I've always wondered that because I'm so bad. Will anybody even listen to any take that I have going forward? Well, also, like, don't you think people in that position, like a Russo, like they almost have too much knowledge where you'd overthink almost all of your picks, right? Yeah, it's possible. And that, yeah, I would love to see. I've never looked into like Jesse's record, whatever, but I would just love to see what she finishes out at, uh, just based on the knowledge she has. And if if she has a terrible record, because she's very good at her job, like I, I love Jesse. Uh, it's one of those things where like I would love to see her record because it would prove that we know nothing, <laughs> and you're listening to a bunch of guys who know nothing. I think until what, we do, until we do. Until I think what do. we have to do, and maybe probably NFL season would be the easiest, but we just got to track maybe all of our NFL bets and actually have like a win loss record so we can see how accurate we are in this. Yeah, no, I think that that would be the good uh, metric, I should say, because there hasn't been no metrics. We started the It's a Bet show, I think, back in end of April. We we did a, like a little bit of NHL sports betting, NBA, but. NFL is the perfect, I think, metric, and college football, too, maybe, to see who's the best better. I think the only way that you can really do this, though, and hear me out on this one, I'm going to pitch this to you guys, because I'm not on the show very often, if you guys don't know from my deep voice, that I'm not here. Uh, I think you guys... (laughs) Wow, what? Are are you just more manly than all of us? Oh. Yes, look at me. He's wearing a pizza slut t-shirt. Yes, can you see that can't see that. You can see it visually or audio. Yeah, we'll cut that. Anyway, my idea, I want to pitch you guys, you're getting me off track. Uh, I am a man, but what I want to pitch to you guys, I think you guys, (laughs) that's true. I think you guys need to have a relegation system. So essentially, as you start to lose, let's say Jack goes on, Mr. Bossman goes on the the coldest streak of his life. He's off the show. I'm on the show. I'm not going to, to be honest, I'm probably not going to win a lot of these things, but I think you guys need to integrate that. We can go weeks without Wags. We can go weeks without journalist Jake. I would be off this show. <laughs> I would be off this show. That's a great idea. That'd keep the show really intense. But I feel like we'd come to each show maybe a little too intense and a little too aggressive. Yeah, it would be. It make things a little juicy. Whatever gets whatever up. gets the views, whatever gets the listens, whatever we want the clicks, whatever gets the views. But we do have a jam packed show today. We have, of course, our bet of the week, which is our signature same segment where we give our bets of the week. We also have our. Our famed game coming up in the second segment. Whose betting line is it anyway? And then we'll also talk about 
betting horror stories later on in the show. And again, you're listening to It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. But before we want to get into it, we want to talk about our friends at Better Edge, which is a legal, legal online sports betting app that you can download right here in Minnesota. I know you could be upset that they did not legalize sports betting in Minnesota, but you can download this app today. You can bet with other people. The market, the people set the market. They set the prices. You're not betting against the house. There's no percentage taken away. You earn everything that you bet if you do win. And you can sign up today and earn, I think, a free $20. I think that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. If you go to betteredge.com. So that's B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com. And if you sign up, verifying your ID using promo code 10K10K, you get a free $20. All of us are on that app. And something that we love to do is you can challenge uh, all of your friends or even randos on the app to head-to-head bet. So let's say me and JJ are at a Twins game, and I really like the Twins, and JJ really likes the team the Twins are playing. We can each agree right mm-hmm. there to live bet through the app each other, and mm-hmm. it's just as perfect and easy and simple. Yeah, and you can join uh, online or betting competitions as well. You know, they're always running. I know Better Edge themselves is always running competitions where you can run, uh, you can enter for like they did for the NHL playoff Stanley Cup, where you can predict every game. And at the end of the Stanley Cup, the winner gets like $300 in real cash. Get that fat pot. You got to love it. But again, you're listening to It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. Let's get into our first segment, Bet of the week. Marlo, what is your bet of the week? We're going to dive right into uh, Vikings talk. I think I've brought this up the last time I was on the radio as well too. I love future bets because nobody can hold me accountable because most of you guys won't remember this. So we're going to go a future bet. We're going way down the road, by the way, as well too. I was looking at Vikings future odds. Super Bowl champions plus 4,000. We have actually one of the lowest, like one of the highest payouts in the NFL right now. But then I was like, well, what else do we got? What else can I, can I, can I play with that on? And I was looking at the odds to make the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? Cue it. As of right now, the Minnesota Vikings to make playoffs is paying out at plus 105. Nobody has faith in the big KOC. Balls downfield. Nobody has faith in that man, and I'm hammering that. Plus 105 seems like an absolute lock to make the playoffs. We still have a phenomenal team. We have the greatest uh, uh, sun-soaked quarterback that you've ever seen in your life. Uh, I think think it's – and who knows? We may end up getting Sam Darnold here relatively soon. No, don't even say Uh, that. Don't even say that. (laughs) I'm super surprised that the Vikings to make the playoffs are plus money. You you would think, looking at they play the Lions and Bears twice – you would think that they that's four wins right there guaranteed, right? You would think that they they would actually have better than plus 105, but plus 105 is essentially pick em odds, right? That is true. It's not the best payout in the world. It just blew my mind that there was plus money that existed on this Vikings team to make playoffs. That's bonkers. This me. might be one of the biggest, I think, lock picks on this show's history. Uh, three months. Um, but uh, No, seriously, though. This is a team, a Vikings team, that has been one game away from making the playoffs Three the years? last two last two like two years yeah. with an incompetent coaching staff where the GM and coach can't even talk to each other, where they're running a, a, a halfback or a running back drop the middle on a third and 14, a second and 14, and they still have been one game away from making the playoffs, and it's usually been on the coaching staff. Now we actually have a coach in there who won a Super Bowl, who's seen a winning culture, and this is plus money. And they have the pretty much the same roster, which I still think is talented. I think this is easy money. 
Well, another thing, too, I like about KOC is he's a former NFL quarterback. Exactly. Like, you were going to think that the plays that he's going to drop for Kirk Cousins, who is already an incredibly accurate quarterback, you're going to think that the Vikings are going to take off offensively, and they were taken off offensively last year when they didn't have an offensive coach at all. you got to think that that offense is going to go from top five to top two, right? Yeah, well, and you also have to imagine that the check down may be killed. The third and long uh, dump passes uh, may be over with. Thank goodness. Uh, nothing worse Ugh. than that last year. And I think that's the issue is people are focusing too much on the kind of offense that was ran last year. Some of these odds makers are, are really, really hating Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a joke. It, I mean, it does make sense, though, to be fair, because it is Minnesota. Yep. We lose a lot, a lot. And so I get it. I'm not upset with them, but thanks for the free money, idiot. Yeah. Stupid, stupid. You're listening to It's a Bet on the Fan. We're doing our bet of the week. Wags. What? Your bet. And really quick, uh, as we're talking about as we're talking yeah. about uh, the Vikings here, yeah. something I'm super excited to watch going forward too is remember the Vikings would get a seven to fourteen point lead mm-hmm. and they just run the ball every single play. I'm so excited to watch him air it out with a lead this year. Yeah, exactly. And actually just put it to the team and actually like he's Mike Zimmer just it's like he hated leads yeah. it's like he wanted to either lose he, he like thrived on losing a game by one like he got some he sort want, of power he wanted his it. defense to win the game yeah. and not the offense right his prevent defense uh from the all the way down the field the detroit lions game that uh, was brutal don't even bring it up nope. but yeah i can get into my bet of the week and my bet of the week is a bet that i it was an advice that i gave uh all of our listeners here that was so bad i just wanted to go back and highlight it really quick ufc 276 took place last saturday and i told everyone to hammer max holloway i said hey the first two fights even though holloway lost they were extremely close in fact a lot of people say holloway won both of the first two fights and holloway was like plus 200 like a pretty big underdog i was like go and take that go and take that bet right now you're gonna win a a lot of money. Max Holloway lost all five rounds last Saturday. All five rounds decisively. It was an embarrassing show by him, an embarrassing show by me, and uh, it's kind of like the public apology bet. I just want to apologize to all the listeners for uh, if you took that bet. Yeah, but I mean, it was it looked good on paper. It did, and and we don't we don't we're we're journalists, okay? So we can get stuff wrong sometimes until we are or not. So don't don't hate us on it. Hey, credit to me though, because a lot of times when uh, journalists make mistakes, the correction story is a very small little blip that they, mm. they don't you know they don't really bring up. I made it my bet of the week. Nothing but respect to you. You're Thank getting you. out in front of the controversy, <laughs> in front of people going at you. I mean, you're a week late technically, but uh, yeah, you got ahead of it, and I respect that. Like politics one hundred and one. Thank you, Marlo. Yeah, but what what where you, you know you're a UFC guy, Wags. So, but I mean, like, how many bets have you hit in? your time betting on UFC. I'd say like, I hit 70% yeah. of my UFC yeah. bets. Yeah, because I also told everyone Israel Adesanya versus Jared Cannonier. I told this is a very easy bet. I told everyone to hammer Adesanya, and he mm-hmm. won all five rounds. Yeah. So. Is that the airbender, the style yeah. bender? Yeah, or yeah. He that does guy. like the Naruto run to the, uh, to the oh, octagon. Nice. That guy is a G. Mm-hmm. That dude is so good it's yep. unbelievable but like 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 uncle dana always says you, you never let it go to decision and that's that's a shame I, I don't know can we give him credit though for ufc wins it's a 50 50 technically i know there's different styles i understand it's a lot deeper of a complex with that but the very generic sense it's 50 50 bets i suppose that's money line so what am i talking about why am I on the show? Because <laughs> well, this is for the sports betters. You can also bet, too, like, uh, like I'm going to bet him second round finish. And the odds yeah. on that would be crazy yeah. because you have to really be specific with that bet. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I've I seen that. I noticed that when I was, like, in Vegas. You could, The amount of stuff you can bet on with UFC is crazy because you can bet on straight-up winner and everything. Mm-hmm. I you, think can bet, you can bet straight-up draw, too. Yeah. yeah. I wish you guys could see my face uh, during that whole bit when I was speaking out loud. It was almost like thinking out loud. You watched me, like, break down, like, oh, man. I'm a moron. I slowly got to the the, the consensus that I'm an idiot. Wait, one thing that sucks about the show is like, 
we talked about every single sport that's ever existed, mm-hmm. plus sports that don't even exist, yeah. right? So it's really hard sometimes to stay on top of I know. Full circle, though. We go full circle. We don't just cover mainstream. We give light to everything here on It's a Bet. And by the way, yeah, listening to It's a Bet on the fam, we're going over our bet of the week. My bet is the Minnesota Twins to win the AL Central at this point. The current odds as of Sunday, July 10th, have them at plus 110. I'm 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 hitting that. I would bet on that now. I'm confident. I, I, a month ago, I would still be hesitant because as a Minnesota fan, we could see them lose this and whatnot, and they have been up and down since the start of the season. We're like, oh, they're going to blow this. But they always seem to find a way to just still get ahead of the pack. Byron Buxton goes off. Luis Arise go, goes off. Carlos Correa, his arm is from another dimension. Uh, I saw the double play he made the other day. This team, I think, is gonna they're going to stay ahead of the pack the entire summer. Whether or not we win a playoff series is up to... Uh, I just want to win a game. I just want to win a, I want to win a game in the playoffs. <laughs> but I think they're going to win the AL Central. Can I throw a metaphorical stick in your spokes of your bike yes. real quick? I don't know if you saw. This might derail your, your pick here, but the White Sox do have a starter in the All-Star game. Oh, so <sighs> so something to consider. Yeah, they're, they're in the All Star game. Are greater than the Twins. Man. I guess Think you still that. have time to rescind your bet of the week, <laughs> dude. The mm. only thing I, I don't like about that bet is uh, no confidence in the bullpen. They got to figure that out yeah, sooner than later. So hopefully they do. If they figure out their bullpen situation, I'd a thousand percent hammer that bet. So that's the thing is the bullpen is still is definitely been shoddy, and like I don't have a lot of confidence in the bullpen still. But for whatever reason, they're they're doing well against the AL Central, which I think is one of the weakest divisions in baseball well I know that our producer cam aka Shinzis as PA calls him here at the fan uh, here on the fan would disagree um but it is a weaker division I think the bullpen can hold hold it out enough to win the division however I am scared for them in the playoffs that yeah I got an issue with Chris Archer I know like some of the things that people are talking about is like, Chris Archer is a great uh, pitcher through five innings. It's like, yeah, but that's only five innings. Like, that's not good. I feel why like are, uh, why are we why in Minnesota do we always have to find like a a glass half full spot? True. I feel like though, if if you're a pitcher in Rocco staff, you only need to be good for five innings because you're getting pulled anyways. <laughs> right, what, whatever <laughs> stats he's looking at, oh, he's not uh, after the third inning. It says he's going to be bad, but sir. He's only had 10 pitches through three innings. He's he's struck out four people already. Nope, nope. The analytics say he's going to be bad in the fourth inning. We got to put in this guy. Give or, the ball to Pagan. Yeah. yeah Pagan or Pagan, whatever. Yeah, Pagan. Pronounce it. He's a Pagan. He's a Pagan. Dang it's, it. It's crazy we're on a sports betting show and we absolutely hate numbers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we, yes. we, we hate numbers and we're, what we're, we're the sports bettors now, you know. But, well, we got, like I said, jam pack show coming up. We have whose betting line is it anyway, which is a fun game we've done here in the, here in the past. But you're listening to It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. Don't go away. Welcome back to It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. We just went over our bets of the week. Now we're going to be going into a fun segment we have already done on the show. If you listened before, but if you haven't, we can explain here briefly. But it's called Whose Betting Line Is It Anyway? Where we don't know whose line belongs to what and the points don't matter. Um, Not loosely based on any TV show that existed before. Not at all. Not at all. Um, But anyway, we're each going to go around and we're each going to say 
like a uh, a question and a projection or a line and give multiple choice answers essentially to it. So we could say could be a future Aaron Rodgers is projected to have blank over under blank yards this upcoming season. And we'll maybe list off, you know, 2,400 yards or 3,000 yards, and you have to guess which uh, which projection you think goes with that, that you think fits, that is correct, and stuff like that. It's a fun game. We're going to go around, each, all three of us, Marlo Weggs and myself, JJ, we each have a couple different lines or questions of multiple choice, and we'll go around. Whoever is, of course, asking the question, will not be able to obviously participate. The other two participants who are not asking the question will have to say their name to essentially buzz in to see if they can get the correct answer. Mm-hmm. And I think if you get the if you get an answer right, you get a point. But just yeah. like JJ said, it doesn't matter. The points don't matter. That is not based off any previous show. So don't look it up or don't add us. Um, or do it. I, 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 always, I always welcome hate. I know you do. <laughs> I know. I love it. I, I thrive off of it. So if there's anything, particularly anyone listening right now that... Hates anything that I have, any antics I do or anything that I'm saying currently that irritates you, just just send me an ad. I think it's journalistj underscore tanky on twitter.com. Twitter.com. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks, Jake. <laughs> this is like 2005. I'm on twitter.com. I was going to give a boss man's name to be funny, and you totally butchered it. Anyways, yeah. so we're good. Yeah, whatever, whatever. But let's let's get into this. Whose betting line is it anyway? And you're listening. It's a bet on the fan. All right, I'll go first here with my first betting line here. Okay, Justin Jefferson, he's JJ, is projected to finish with over under how many TD receptions this upcoming season? Is it A, 11.5 touchdown receptions, B, 9.5 touchdown receptions, or C, 8.5? Point five Wags. touchdown receptions. Dang it, my name's too long. I know. Yeah, you just say you just say Zach or something easier. Uh, I'm gonna go with nine point five. I feel like if you have ten touchdowns in a season as a wide receiver, that's really good. And because of that, I'm gonna go with nine point five. That is correct. Oh, there. That is know. correct. Yes. Yes. Because yes. yes. JJ Justin Jefferson, I believe he finished with about ten touchdown receptions last season. So I think that I think that's an easy bet. Honestly, I mean, you can go on Price Picks and bet on that right now. Actually, um. I think it, I'd take it. I would take it 100%. I did get in my own head for a second there. I, if I would have got my name off, which is way too long for this game show, I would have done 11 and a half. But then I remember that everybody is underdogging the Vikings right now. So I would have got it wrong regardless. So I'm cool with losing that point. Honestly, if there's a Vikings, if there's a Vikings line, just take take minimum. Yeah, yeah. Be, be smart about it. I, I, I'm curious. I think we maybe talked about this on a previous episode briefly, but I think we were talking about the Marlon. You might have been on again in on this episode, but we were talking about the over under win total for the Vikings. Yeah. Oh yeah. Eight and, and a half. I think yeah. the line was set at. Yeah. And I think that we were talking how they're underdogging them again. Yeah. The underdogging bit, the media just loves to underdog us. It's, it's absolutely. Yeah. We did talk about that as well too. It just show, goes to show that I'm great for this show and the relegation system would work. <laughs> Consider yeah. it again. But although I think, I think, yeah, I, I think you would be on here the most, honestly. Yeah. So I, the, I, your analysis is just top of the line. See, the, I, I vote that, you know, we, we just add a fourth person to the show permanently, and that person is always on the regulation, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if they start if they start hitting a cold streak, they're removed. We bring on a new fourth. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I, I like that. Yeah. You can almost mm-hmm. do, like, a shark, uh, shark Tank bit. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> people show up, they walk in, you're like, you're out. Because like, you're essentially, you know, you're trying to 
you know, pitch your bet yeah. or bets or whatever we do on here to say, this is why I'm taking it. You know, usually it's because we're homers, um, but it's we're usually we're always trying to pitch our bets. Man, I really derailed this game show. No, you're good. Well, we're playing whose betting line is it anyway on it's a bet on the fan. Marlo. Yes. What is your first? Now, here's question. the deal. We talked about this as well, too. I love future bets because no one can hold us accountable. So I'm going to give you guys kind of a fake, like a goofy one here real quick. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, Billy G is known for his quotable moments. So you guys are going to take one of these, each of you guys. You guys can ring in first. Mm-hmm. Give me your answer, and I guess we'll just come to see which one comes first. Now, Billy G quotable moments. Will he be quotable based on which of the following? I have Cam Talbot, again, at plus 150. I have a viral video referencing the this is about winning video. Will he go viral for another one this year? He will complain about the cap space. That's at plus 650. A trade deadline acquisition, whether it being our team or another team, plus 800. And then uh, the demanding of a brand new goal song at plus 9,000. Uh, okay, Wags. I'm gonna, so I'm going to say cap space at plus 650 yeah. because okay. because uh, we're in free agency right now, right? I mean, the draft has happened. Free agency is next. And what? The Minnesota Wild have like $1.2 million in cap space it's right now. It's tough right they're, now. They're going right to have to make some sort of move. And I guarantee you the next time Billy G's on KFAN or our own show and, yeah. and salary yep. cap's brought up, he's going to go off. And another thing. Uh, we recently had Bill Guerin on our podcast, and I brought up, hey, can we please change the yeah. goal song? And he was not about it. Nope. So He's plus not- 9,000 is a bad take. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I just want he was so not about it where it's like, I, I, yeah, he's not. Don't take the plus nine thousand. He bet, was so. He even said like CrowdTrant, really, guys. Yeah, he was he a, liked that. He was upset. Yeah, he was very upset when I yeah. asked it. But yeah, so I'm gonna go with cap space plus okay. six fifty. What about I, you, JJ? I, I was gonna say the same thing. I think that's the next thing in line. Uh, he was talking about Talbot, which I think is done. But the cap space is really tight right now, and I know they probably want to go out and sign some free agents to kind of buff up the team a little bit next year to potentially still make another run and make him competitive without Kevin Fiala as much as he kind of was a disappointment, but he's going to talk about the cast base. He's, he's going to be asked about it and he's going to get, he's going to get pissed off. And, and I, I love it. Cannot wait to drop a graphic for that. I'm it's, so excited for whatever it's going to be. It's going to happen. Now, if it was a demanding a new goal song, uh, I could see him maybe doing it, but it obviously wouldn't be Crowdchan. He was yeah. really adamant. Like you'd mentioned on our podcast. It's a bit, by the way, you can look it up and see the Bill Guerin interview, but I think he he's not he's at least not changing it back to crowd chant. Mm-hmm. So not going to happen. But we're playing whose betting line is it anyways here on it's a bit on the fan wigs. What's your first line that we should try to guess? Before the Rudy Gobert trick, Gregor, how do you say his last name? Gobert, I believe. Gobert, okay. So Gobert. Gobert, yeah. Before no, the Rudy Gobert uh, go trade, yeah. the Wolves had plus 6,000 odds to win the NBA championship, according to Bet Online AG. After the trade, what odds did the Wolves have of winning the NBA championship? Plus 6,500? Plus 4,200? Plus 2,700? Or plus 2,200? Marlo. Marlo. Um, I think I, it's got to be plus 4,200, right? Like, this team still isn't very good. It is not plus 4,200. Dang. What, you got any guess, JJ? <laughs> uh, yeah, it can't be, can't be as high as plus 2,700 with one guy. I'm going to say it went down to plus 6,500. You guys are both wrong. Oh, it's actually, shoot. it shot up to 2,200 according to Bet Online AG. And this is because the starting five is, is a nasty starting five. It really is. But after that, they don't really have much depth. I know. It's the, plus 
I, I, I'm just higher odds than the Vikings. I'm pretty sure that's higher than the Wild, right? The I know the Vikings were six thousand yeah. or four thousand. Uh, I don't know about the Wild to be honest. I haven't looked at, but that. I think there, there's a decent chance that the Wolves <laughs> might have the best odds out of all Minnesota sports teams to win a championship. That seems so crazy. To I, me. I think I'm so I think I'm just so biased because I've seen the Timberwolves just come burning, crashing down so much in the last fifteen years that it's tough. I like the trade. I like Rudy. Gobert, um, I, I I hope people think we're serious. Yeah. When we say that. I really do. Um, but no, Gobert is he's a he's a good player. But again, they don't have depth outside of that. They're going to have to have add more acquisitions and more mm-hmm. depth and talent to this team. Um, to, if they actually want to live up to that well, uh, plus twenty two hundred. The I biggest think. thing too is like, how are you going to guard Cat now? Before you just put your biggest guy on him. Now your biggest guy has to go on Rudy, right? Yeah. You're going to put a smaller guy on Cat. How do you think that's going to go? So that's where they think that Cat's going to have a lot of mismatches that he's going to take a lot of advantage of this year. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting uh, dynamic, I should say. This year, that's a nice word to say. Dynamic. That's that that's how we should sum that up. But radio guy, radio guy, right there. But we're playing. Who's betting his line? Is it anyway? You're listening to it's a bet. It's a bet on the fan. My second line I should bring up here is the 2022-2023 NFL Comeback Player of the Year odds leader is set at plus three hundred. Who is it? Is it a Deshaun Watson? B. Jameis Winston or C. Derrick Henry. Marlowe. Um, it's got to be. It's got to be Derrick Henry. Correct. Uh, yes. Oh, it was. It was Derrick Henry. Really? What were you going to say? Wait, I was going to say it was going to be Jameis because he tore his ACL. He was or was it his ACL? It was something with his leg. I yeah. Bet. I think and he, um, yep. he missed the majority of last year. And I remember, didn't he beat like the Packers week one yep. last year? Yeah, Killed them. Yeah, he destroyed them. And mm-hmm. I and don't he had that LASIK surgery after his thirty Huge. touchdown, thirty interception season. And I think he's just ready to light the league on fire. But yeah, Derrick Henry that makes a lot of sense. I think about it. But yeah, I would have said Jameis. Yeah, because Derrick Henry definitely had a down year. I just think. Um, but no, Jameis, I think Jameis Winston and Derrick Henry are two valid options on there. But legitimately, Deshaun Watson is like number three on the list. Yeah, which makes sense because he didn't play last year. And so. he's going through like all the, the sexual assault accusations, which is which a lot of them have a lot of evidence for. And yep. he's been convicted. I don't know if he's officially been convicted. Has he? No, no, no a lot no, of no. he's definitely paid he's, people off. He, but he's not. Yeah, he uh, he settled like the majority of his cases. And uh, it was like 42 out of 45. Or yeah, something. Right. He's, but def- he's not facing he's not facing any criminal charges but there's def there's definitely evidence up to it you could say that you yeah could say you that. could say so, that but no but for sure it, with all the my i guess it makes sense with all the stuff going on per, in his personal life and then having not played if he has a goes off i just think the nfl can't award him. oh yeah did, did people forget weird. that he's on cleveland like are we aware yeah. of that he's on an ohio-based team that, in like, cleveland it's Wait, Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland is Ohio. I had to verify real quick uh, in my brain. Yeah, it, people forget that he's in he's in Cleveland. Like it's, mm-hmm. I don't even know. I don't know how to handle it. So it's Cleveland. Like they're just not good at really anything. LeBron James had to do everything for them, yeah. and since then they've just been junk. So why is he even on the board? He may not even play this year. <sighs> Remember OBJ last year? He just was horrible in Cleveland. Gets sent to the Rams, a competent team, and he just goes off. He was sick. Cleveland, terrible place. Cleveland. Cleveland. All right, what, uh, Marlo, what's your next <sighs> question? I feel bad line. talking about this. We're going to dive back into Deshaun Watson. Oh. Uh, so I actually found out that you can technically bet on how long Deshaun Watson's suspension is going to be. <laughs> wow. Which is crazy. It also shows that, like, the absurdity of the NFL that, like, 
this. Uh, that's all I'll say. I mean, the numbers are goofy. So here's here's my question. Odds exist on the Deshaun Watson suspension length. The over pays minus 150 with the under paying plus 110. How many games is the line set at? Four and a half, six and a half, seven and a half, or nine and a half? Wags, I'm going to go with seven and a half. That seems like the midway point of the NFL season. So I feel it's like, ah, it could be 9.5 too. Now, shoot. Now that, oh gosh, I already said seven and a half off the stick with it. I was kind of gone like... You want to split the season like right down the middle. I feel like that'd be like the best place to do the over under odds. Here's something that's kind of BS though with these odds. Uh, Calvin Ridley got suspended mm-hmm. a whole season just for betting on games. Now, don't get me wrong. He shouldn't be betting on NFL games if you're an NFL player. But how are you getting suspended a whole season? And like Deshaun Watson, at least at the moment, he's not looking at more than a season. Mm-mm, that's no. crazy. But yeah, I'm going with plus 7.5. I'm going to. Uh, yeah. Go, if you want to. Okay. Go I guess. I guess I'm going to go. I'm going to take nine 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 point five games. Seven and a half is the correct Mm, answer, which once again, absolute lunacy. It shows the inconsistency of the NFL that like, I mean, you're right. They could just base it entirely on like trying to split the season or whatever, trying to find like that middle point. But seven and a half is so low. It's crazy to me that that for for what he has done and what has been shown. I don't want to like turn this into a not sports major, but it's just bonkers that that's what the line is set at. Mm -hmm. I'm just glad that like my favorite team didn't trade for him because I feel like you'd have to really contemplate with like. Yeah. Being a, morally being a fan of your team and, and cheering like for a, yeah. yeah and cheering for Deshaun you cheer for your quarterback ultimately yeah. too in the end so which, yeah. which in, in the hot seat real quick I remember one of the first when I first joined 10,000 takes Jake texted me it was like day three he goes can you tell me who your ideal quarterback is for the Minnesota Vikings and I was like this is my first test I have to get this right <laughs> and I said I like Kirk Cousins I don't have an issue with yes. Kirk Cousins but I picked Deshaun Watson hot seat me I may or that may was, yeah. but that was so. If correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't that too like near like right after that playoff game where he like took his team from like they were losing at half and he took them back and they won a huge game and he played dominantly. He was just sick. Yeah, yeah. it was about a year ago is when I joined. So it's just I don't know. Hot seat me. Regardless, hot seat me. We're playing. Who's betting line? It is anyway. Is it anyways? You're listening. It's a bet on the fan. Wags quickly. What is your last? Perfect. Yeah, Delvin that. Cook has the fourth best odds to lead the league in rushing at plus 1,000. Which running back has higher odds than Delvin? A, Najee Harris. B, Christian McCaffrey. C, Nick Chubb. Or D, Joe Mixon. Jake. Yes. I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey. You are incorrect. Sir. Oh, dang it. Ooh, I'm feeling good here. Uh, pressure's on Marlowe. I'm going to chime in. I'm going to go with Joe Mixon. Oh, that's, he was right after. He was right. Oh. Okay, Jake, come on. Hurry up. Can you get uh, it? Oh, no. Nick Chubb. It is Nick Chubb. All right. All right. All right. Nick Chubb is it. But, well, I appreciate that. We don't know who the winner is because does, it doesn't matter because the points matter. don't matter hearing whose guessing line is it. Anyway, we have betting horror stories coming up. It's going to be a good one. You're listening to It's a Bet presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. We'll see you in a moment. Right, welcome back to It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. We had a pretty fun show today, Bet of the Week to start off, and then we just played Who's Betting Line Is It Anyway? That was a great time. Um, now we have betting horror stories, but before we get into that, I would like to talk to you about Vivid Seats. If are you if you're like us and you enjoy live sporting events and you want to chant Let's Get Sexy, which is something we have done in our sporting events at the next game, buy your tickets through Vivid Seats. As official partners of Vivid Seats, new customers can get $20 off a $200 
or more order with Vivid Seats promo 10K takes. So 10K takes. If you enter that in as a promo code upon sign up and your first order on Vivid Seats is over $200 or more, you get $20 off. That's like the processing fee or whatever. Like it's it's insane. And I know you're all going to sporting events and love to do it. So might as well just get your next order on Vivid Seats. You can use this. I mean, Vivid Seats isn't just sporting events. You can go to concerts on there, comedy shows, whatever it may be. Ballets. But, and ballets, yeah. whatever you want it to be. It doesn't matter to me. But you can download the Vivid Seats app or go to vividseats.com. And if you are, for whatever reason, want to go back and listen to this episode, or if you are right now by chance, you want to listen to this back. This is These episodes are posted on all podcast streaming platforms. There is a link in that description that you can use that goes back and helps us bring more content to you. So download Vivid Seats today. Use promo code 10KTAKES upon sign up when you download Vivid Seats. All right, now let's get into betting horror stories. So we talk about, and you may have heard about some things uh, regarding sports betting where stuff goes wrong, goes already. There's a lot of money involved in sports betting, obviously. Whether you bet 10 bucks or whatever, stuff can go heavily wrong, like when you think something's going to go right, and then it just goes wrong and you lose a lot of money. Fortunately, we aren't losing hundreds of thousands of dollars like we're going to talk about in these betting horror stories. We're not that much of DGENs, even though we kind of are still. Um, but we're definitely going to talk about some of these crazy betting horror stories. Wags, do you want to start us off with your betting horror story. Yeah, so I'm not sure if you guys have heard of the hip-hop star Birdman. <laughs> have yeah. Have you? So I've heard of this story you're going to talk yeah. about. I don't know if I've actually like heard this guy's music. I don't was, know if I want to, if his he, name is Birdman. Isn't he like Little Wayne's daddy or something? Yeah, he, he was, yeah, he was like uh, very famous like in the early 2000s with the Little Wayne and the come up and stuff like that. Being the old guy, I'm a big okay. Birdman guy. Birdman. You, you are a Birdman No, guy? not at all. <laughs> I, I was going to try and make the pigeon noise that he makes, but I can't. I'm, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Birdman from Rick and Morty. Yeah. That's about it. See, when I first saw Birdman, I thought it was like the NBA Birdman. That's what I yeah. The oh, yeah. Tattoo, yeah. Yeah. Right. But it, apparently, it's, apparently it wasn't. But yeah, apparently he's a big time sports better, and he's also a douchebag New England Patriots fan, and he's well known for like bragging about it on social media, right? Well, it was uh, when <laughs> it was when the New York Giants played uh, the Patriots. Obviously, we all know what happens there. But uh, Birdman, before about a week before the game, declared that he was ready to put five million dollars on the Pats. A sports book said, "Hey, okay, we'll take that bet right bet right now. Let's do it." And Birdman was just quiet. He didn't. He didn't respond to it at all. He did not care at all to respond to the sports book. He did, however, take a smaller, smaller, funny one million dollar bet against Fifty Cent. Uh, and as we know, the New York Giants won the game twenty-one to seventeen, defeating the undefeated New England Patriots. Something that we all can look back on with yes. a fond memory. Mm-hmm. And um, wow, just talk about just you're betting on a perfect season and you blow it all away. That's absolutely hilarious. There's got to be one other musician, like hip hop artist, that's like far worse than that. I've got to imagine it's Drake, right? Drake's got to oh, be yes. big in sports betting. He's the biggest curse of all time, or he, or I don't know, biggest bandwagon hopper ever. He's got to have something worse than that that just hasn't come to light. Oh, he hundred percent. I know, like uh, he's very like he bet on Jorge Mathadol before the Colby Covington Ooh. fight. But you know, he did he did uh, bet on Israel Adesanya. I think he bet a million dollars last Saturday. Obviously, that's a heavy favorite though. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and Israel and Israel won pretty uh, pretty easily and convincingly. But yeah, it, it looks like he might be turning a corner. I don't know. Birdman did this. You can't take heavy he favorites on, yeah. and, and, and and turn a new and just be somebody better. I don't know. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. I feel like you get into that much. I just losing that much money just cringes See, me. Here's the, the worst thing that could happen to you as a better is winning big. 
because once you win big, you're never going to stop betting, like, placing big bets. It's kind of you're going to start being addicted to it because yes. you, you got to think there's not there's. Could you imagine winning two million dollars on a single bet? Mm-hmm. The, the rush that you would get on yeah. that that would be oh, absolutely man. crazy. I win ten dollars and I'm oh on yeah, top there's of a the rush. World. I know. Yeah, yeah my, my fifteen dollar parlay hits. Yeah. And I'm going crazy. I win. <laughs> I win maybe forty bucks. Oh yeah. Let, I mean, I think the most I won on a bet last time we went to Vegas in March. Well, I finally won a bet despite being not way under, but like. I was down for the weekend and yeah. I won forty bucks. I'm like, I was just on top of the world. I won, uh, I won like a little over five hundred in Vegas mm-hmm. on that UFC parlay. Yeah. That, and remember, we were freaking out like we've never freaked yeah. out before in the yeah. pool, dude. Like yeah. we we're going crazy. And I didn't even win that. You won that. Yes. But it's like I know you don't see anyone win parlays. It's always like no. one parlay off, like or one thing in the parlay that gets screwed over. Mm-hmm. Story of my life, and it just means for me, it, any sort of little victories is just one day further away from asking my wife for more on my allowance. <laughs> <laughs> so. You, there, there is there is services for addicted gamblers. Just do it safely. All right, you're, you're we're talking about betting horror stories, and you're listening. To it's a bet presented by Ten Thousand Takes on the Fan. Marlo, what's your betting horror story? So this is actually a personal one, and this actually happened to me on Thursday. We, I'm part of a, I record on a show called High Risk High Reward, where we try to, you know, uh, blur the lines of like what, what responsible gambling is and what responsible sports betting is. And what we do is we have segments where we have something to determine the kind of bets that we're going to make. So this last, uh, on Thursday here, we took a total of like all of the top 10K personalities. And people are going to probably take that as a slide as they look into it. But what we did is you had to take their initials. So, like Zane, for example, Zane Wags, you either had to find a team that started with a team or a city that started with a Z or a W, and you had to parlay with three different initials, right? Without even thinking, we threw on Mr. Josie, Mr. Jack Johansson on there. Mm-hmm. Well, sure enough, I'm the only person who got a JJ. So, I need to find a team or a city. That starts with Jay that's playing sports this weekend. Can you guess or name any team that starts with a J? Because right now it's only baseball. I don't know if you guys know this. If you guys are aware, there's no sports going on. Mm-hmm. So, there is and, not, and so I asked, I couldn't do Blue Jays, right? You could not. Okay. That was the stipulation. Okay. You could not take Blue Jays. So I now have to face a punishment uh, which it, I, I, I want to let you guys know that on this like punishment wheel that we have, bikini wax exists on there. Oh my! So oh. I may have to be uh, as clean as I've ever been. Okay, so if the game is like you get like you have like a time limit, like thirty seconds. You have one minute and fifteen seconds to find a three leg parlay using whatever you get. Wow. We've done it with colors before. We got to bet colored teams and whatnot. Uh, but this time, nobody even like thought about it. And the worst part is my co-hosts are holding me accountable. Because we threw JJ on there and it, nothing exists out there. I even tried looking at golfers. There's not a single JJ golfer that you can find out there. Okay, but, oh. so, but you could do like UFC fighters and stuff, though, right? I'm sure I could. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's, but that thing you have smaller, like it's small cards technically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you got to find someone that's named like Jack Johansson that's fighting in the UFC. So I got hit hard, and so I'm going to have some sort of a punishment coming up here relatively soon. When uh, you know when you're going to be filming that punishment, so we can maybe watch yes. that. No idea. You know, I live know stream it. Cam producer Cam actually does have a punishment coming up here where he has to perform at a Twins game because he couldn't get off a color uh, team bet. So he'll have to perform uh, outside of Twins Stadium to try and make some money for about like 30, 40 minutes. Like he's he, what, these singing? Really, like singing or bringing buckets we and drumming know. or he, we said we might provide him with like a flute or something. Oh he gosh, can, like, skip and dance. That, he, like the berries and cream song from the oh. Skittles. 
those commercials all those years oh, ago. Oh, man, you know how uh, funny that'd be? It'd just be a little loud. So he's got that coming up. But mine, I don't know. We have some punishments coming up for myself. But that burned me, the fact that I did no research into what we were actually doing and just allowed Josie to be on our wheel. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I saw the clip of Cam getting his punishment. And it's funny because you guys know on your show that you have a punishment coming up if you don't get it right. And I feel like that adds so much There's stress. So much and it just mentally blocks everyone on the show. It's really funny to watch. I'm a notorious sweat, uh, sweater, like stress sweater. <laughs> so it's I'm dripping by the end of this most recent episode. Uh, that uh, So you had to find, uh, to, to kind of summarize, you had to find a team that started with J and, and a sports team J. City or team name that started okay. with a J, which does Jacksonville not exist. Jaguars not playing. Would have been great. They needed to have played this weekend. That, that sucks. And that's the luck of the draw, though. I mean, because you... That's what the wheel spun on, right? Or wheel so, yeah. of idiots. I yeah. don't know. Whatever wheel, you want to call it. Wheel of idiots. But I, I'd like to see the begin. So the but the punishment hasn't been has not been selected. It'll be on our next episode. Coming the up here. the punishment selection show. It's as big of a deal as the NCAA tournament selection yeah, show. That's right. And we are yes. now taking. If anybody has a suggestion, shoot them on over to uh, to the 10K takes account. We yep. will gladly take it, and we'll look into it. And what's your podcast called? One more time for everyone. Uh, it's high risk, high reward. You can find it on YouTube or anywhere else you listen YouTube. To yeah, it's part of our uh, sports betting page at 10K takes. We have 10K state. So you can find that on Twitter and Instagram as well. So you can find all of our quote-unquote intelligent sports betting content on the internet as well. We go to the internet. So because that's what we do. And that's who we care about as sports bettors around. We're, we're talking about betting horror stories. And you're listening to It's a Bet on the Fan. I'm going to talk about one here. So this is goes back to Gulfstream Park 2017. This was a horse race, I believe. This is what I looked into. I'm not a horse racing expert at all. Um, even though we were at the uh, uh, a couple months ago at a uh, Kentucky Derby watch party, and we allegedly did some analysis there, but no, this happened in Gulfstream Park in 2017. So this dude, after hitting the first five races in a pick six, so I think he, pro- but what he, what it means by that is he projected the winner of five races of six in the sixth race. So an unnamed better needed a horse named Cryogenic to win the final race, his sixth race of his pick six, to cash $571,000, or about $571,000, almost $572,000. The two-year-old Colt, uh, cryogenic, went off at 8-1 to odds, was comfortably ahead by 20 yards in like the closing stretch, and he lost his jockey. (laughs) Jockey like fell off or something. Oh, no. And finished last. And he oh lost all this money. Gosh. Literally, I, I'm like, you, you, I would never, I wouldn't put a lot of money on this. Um, pick six, six winners in a horse race. Cause I don't know anything about it. I'd maybe go, I've gone to Canterbury and Shakopee, mm-hmm. put a 10 bucks on some one race at a time. This guy picks six races and the winners of each. If I got to the sixth race, I'd be like, it's, and he's 20 yards and, you know, it, ahead or, or like 20 yards from the finish line he has a comfortable lead i'm like oh this is this destiny this is gonna happen you'd be but imagining yourself betting. in a nice new suit the nice yep. new car you're gonna buy and then all of a sudden i feel like this this story i i, I when i found this in my research because we're journalists it yes. really hit me personally because this feels like me in vegas i had all these parlays that i feel like you know they might hit but i'm confident and i'll have four team parlays and three of them will hit and the fourth one will not only not hit, but it, it barely not. It's barely this close to hitting, like mm-hmm. by an inch. Something goes wrong. Something goes awry. Something goes off. And this this story just represents. It's kind of a metaphor, I should say, to uh to my uh 
to my sports betting life, especially when I'm in Vegas putting on so many parlays. Well, you got to think, that jockey, like, uh, he probably lost a pretty good chunk of money there, too, by not holding on. He definitely had a win bonus in his contract, right? So I don't want to derail again, but how, you said it was 20 yards short of the finish line? Yeah, so he was a, he was comfortably ahead twenty. Com, he had a comfortable lead twenty yards from the finish line. Do you guys think you could, in your current state right now you can hang on to a horse for the for like the remaining of that race? Like, yes. do you think you could stay on? I don't think I could. I think for twenty yards I could. I think once you get past like fifty, yeah, that's yeah. when it's going to be a little bit more difficult. But you're a professional jockey. Yeah. You made it that far in the race, and you're twenty yards away on a speeding horse. Like I'd be because like you said they. They have incentive. The jockeys win money. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be holding on for my life. Hey, we don't jockey shame on this show. That's the one thing. That's rule number one that we said when we started. So we do not jockey shame, and I feel like that's what you're doing. Oh, well, then that's a new rule. I thought there were no ground rules. That was rule number one. Oh, oh dang. Oh, I dang missed it. the meeting. Heck. I'm off the show again. <laughs> to heck. Ah, oh, dang it. Um, but well, how many I've watched? I don't. It's not like I'm a big like watcher of horse races, but I've definitely watched over twenty, over thirty in my life, and I've never once seen a jockey fall off. No. See, that's what's strange. Is, is this is why this is just a betting horror story, and it yeah. fits right into this segment here. And it's a bet on the fan. But one more thing, quick, I wanted to mention. Quick betting horror story. This comes from a Reddit user, anonymous Reddit user, a couple years ago. He said, and I quote, a couple years ago, I bet my friend $100 that Bob Barker was dead. He wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love that when you're so certain of something in your mind, uh, and then you're actually like, okay, let's bet on it, and you're wrong. Well, before we recorded the show, me and Marlo were saying, I can just see that debate or argument going on. There's two friends just... Maybe intoxicated. No, yeah. Bob Barker's totally dead. This this is happening in a bar right now as yes. we're doing this. Someone out there is saying, you know what? Gene Hackman is dead. Yeah, I swear. <laughs> Morgan Freeman is dead. No, you can't kill God, so that's Cannot just not true. God. But anyway, guys, that's going to wrap up another show of another edition of It's a Bet presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fam. We went over our bet of the week, played whose betting line is it anyway, and talked about betting horror stories. But if, again, if you want to find us, 10,000 Takes, we have more stuff all over the internet. You can find us on Twitter at 10K Takes, Instagram, Facebook. You can go on our website at 10KTakesMN.com. And we have blogs on there. We also have an events tab on there. We have a golf invitational tournament coming up. We also have a Minnesota Twins Cup Snake coming up in August. It's going to be incredible. August 20th. Comes with a free drink. Buy one. August 20th. Come out. Check us out all over. But again, I'm JJ. I was joined by Marlo and Wags. Have a great week, everybody. This was another edition of It's a Bet. Presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan.